0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delectable page of Talmud each day. And at today's page, Bava 21, we come across a segment that struck me right in the gut. Have a listen. Rav Sechor says that Rav Huna says that Rav says, one who resides in another's courtyard without his knowledge does not need to pay him rent because, it is stated, desolation remains in the city and the gate is stricken unto ruin. Isaiah 24, 12, i.e. a house that is not lived in will collapse at some point due to neglect. Consequently, one who lives inside an otherwise uninhabited house is providing a service to the homeowner as he maintains the house and prevents it from falling apart. Marba Ashi said, I saw this ruin and it gores like an ox, i.e. it is devastating. Rav Yosef stated a similar idea. A home that is lived in is settled and safeguarded, while a home that is not lived in has no one to look after it and maintain it. One reason this seemingly innocuous paragraph hit me so hard is because whenever I hear the words, The Ruined House, I think of what I can honestly say is probably one of the five greatest novels of, of this and maybe any time. Uh, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome to this program the author of this magnificent novel, more about which in a second, uh, my dear friend and teacher, rubi Namdar, How are you, my friend? How are you? So good to hear from you again. Always a pleasure. So the novel is uh, an astonishing book, won Israel's top literary award, uh, available in, in beautiful English translation. It is about a hedonistic uh, New York University secular Jewish professor who one day begins to have visions of the old Bet HaMikdash, of the old temple in Jerusalem and all the sacrifices, the beautiful, gory, bloody, holy animal sacrifices offered therein. Uh, so when you read a segment like today, uh, which tells us that houses that have not been visited, have not been lived in, uh, are ruined, are falling apart, are are no longer usable. Does that square with the fact that in in our liturgy and our literature we continue to pine for this one building, this one house we haven't lived in for thousands of years, Bet Hamikdash, the, the Holy Temple. Well, you could
1: do this you can be, and far be it from you, of course to be a messianic kind of prophet who thinks it's time to rebuild that ruined house because it's dangerous while it's in ruins. I mean, you could have a, te- a textual leg to stand on. Good luck to all of us, but that could totally provide you with uh, that that image. I think of the metaphor of the ox. It's such a weird, surprising metaphor. But we know of course, because we know other parts of the Talmud, that when you speak about bulls like an ox, you mean, you're talking about shor mu'ad, which means the ox that already hurt people with, with their horn, and therefore you have to either pull it to death or be careful or it has its own legal status as somewhere that everybody knows that is dangerous. But I want to go to another point, if you don't mind, another place where this text tells me Which is, of course, when I am, when whenever I'm trapped in a halachic debate, my mind immediately escapes to my favorite part, which is Agada. And let's understand what is the danger of a ruin and what actually happens in a ruin. A ruin is a very common thing in the ancient world. Places are abandoned, houses remain half built. They are at the same time attractive and dangerous. Things happen in them that are fascinating and dangerous. There is a famous story, I think a key anthem, that again connects us to the ruined temple, to the real house that was ruined, which is of course the holy temple, about a rabbi who walked into a ruin to pray. And there he met Elijah, who said, don't you know that a ruin is a dangerous place? You should be really careful when you enter a ruin. And then... After the rabbi confronted the danger, the rabbi actually hears the voice of the Shekhinah pooing in the ruin. It's such a beautiful image. Pooing in the ruin like a dove. Menahemet So in that danger,
0: the voice of divine providence.
1: Yes, that is that kind of reveals what happens behind, behind the, the, the curtain of reality as we know it. So once you enter the ruin, you enter a time outside of time, if you survive the danger, then you get a peeping hole into what's happening behind the curtain, which is the divine, the mind of the divine. And in this ruin, the rabbi hears that not only we mourn the ruined house, that God himself, itself mourns the destruction of the house that every time we the jews lament the ruins of our home our house god it with us and all this we learned from a rabbi who dared to walk into a ruin
0: and so in each one of our ruins we find a little bit of misery a little bit of danger but also as leonard cohen said the crack through which the light gets in Ruby amdar thank you so much for being our guest
1: thank you very much